Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Behind the Veil, a show that provides insight into the world of weddings and events. I'm your host, Keith Willard. Welcome back to the show. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about vows. I mean, because let's face it, when we get up there to have our one moment, and me personally, somebody that I is used to being in front of people, when I got married, I felt like a complete idiot standing up there. And so the idea of hiring somebody to write your vows is I, I mean, I wish I had thought of it back then. I mean, God, it's such a it's such a great idea. So our guest today is Brian Franklin. He is the co-founder of Vows and Speeches. Story is really interesting. But before I bring him on, let me bring on my co-host, Marcy Gutenberg with an affair to remember by Marcy. Hi, Marcy. Hello. Hi. So this is this is a thing, you know? I mean, I, having somebody write your vows, I mean, it, yes. we're gonna talk about this, but it could come across as a little impersonal, you know, the idea of like, oh my God, I'm gonna have somebody else write my vows. But there's so much more that goes into it. Right. And more and more couples are leaning towards doing personalized vows. Right. Right. And I think that it just makes sense. I mean, we we spend so much money on dresses and decorations mm-hmm. and florists and musicians, all who do a great job and we pay them for their expertise. Why not this? Why not? Right. All right. Well, yes. let's bring Brian on. Brian, welcome to the show. Hello, Brian. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I feel like I feel like I, I should have you both as part of our sales team. <laughs> I like that, right? Well, um, I mean, we're, because that's the thing is that when you think about, yeah. okay, why why not? I mean, why not have somebody help you write your vows? And that, and I think that's that that's what I really wanted to get to. Why not have somebody help you, not write them for you, but help you say the things right. that you really want to say. Yeah, personalization. I mean, Marcy hit it. Personalization is the thing here, and uh, we're not writing the vows from scratch. We're we're starting with a very in depth interview, usually forty five minutes to an hour. It's a lot of fun, and then that gets boiled down to one to two minutes of vows, and uh, ultimately, it's your words or something that you've conveyed to us. Uh, you know, we'll we'll hopefully put it in a uh, more artful and, and funny way than, than you could, but that's why you're hiring us is to help you right. articulate it. And what, one of the things that I've found is that people that even people that are great writers struggle in these moments, because now you're, you're trying to summarize your feelings about someone. It's too big for most people yeah. to get around uh, very easily. And so, and, and you tend to overthink it. So, uh, we get a lot of panic buyers, people that think that they they have it. And then, you know, three days before their wedding, they're like, I don't know what to say or I don't know how to organize my thoughts. And and uh, and it's not just the vows. Of course, we do the we do ceremonies and, and wedding speeches. And but I, I think whether you're doing the vows or a personalized ceremony or, or both, having it personalized gives people in the audience something new and different that they may not have heard before. They don't necessarily know you as a couple. They don't necessarily right. know your story or what you love about each other. I mean, I would struggle to to articulate what my friends uh, love about their <laughs> uh, husbands or wives. I don't know. I don't know. I can guess, but they haven't told me. And, and if I get a generic ceremony, uh, right. then I, I've lost that opportunity to learn. And so I, what we found is that when you do that, people lean in and, yeah. and uh, they're, they're not just sitting there waiting in the hot sun for cocktail hour. They're inter- they're more interested in what's happening. Well, go ahead, Marcia. You were about to say. Yeah. Um, if you were, if you were a couple and let's say that they wanted to figure out like, what is the key element that people really need to hone in on? Because it's an overwhelming 
and daunting tasks that, you know, like what's the first point that they should be sitting down and thinking about before they even reach out to somebody like you? Yeah. Well, I think they want to think about what kind of tone they want for their wedding. If they want something extremely traditional and the way that, it, you know, the way that they've seen it before, then then you're probably going to hire an officiant that's going to do something very uh, straightforward. And I think right. with us, what you're going to get is something that captures the nature of your relationship and, and captures the personality of both of the couple that's involved. And, and whether I'm doing it uh, behind the scenes confidentially for one of the couple, and that happens sometimes it's like, well, I don't want my wife to know or my, my, my husband to know that I'm getting help uh, or I'm doing it for both of them. What, what they're looking for is help articulating what they feel already and what they know in their hearts and help finding those stories and those little nuggets that make uh, that make them them. And uh, once we go through the, the questioning, it's not, I can't, I can't even give somebody a questionnaire in writing because it, sometimes you'll just hear something and you'll go, Oh, wait, 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 tell me more about that. That's, right. that's something important. That's something good. Uh, and, and so they don't really have to think about it too much ahead of time. They just have to have an idea of what, how they want this to feel. And right. And then that's all. And then we'll take it from there and we'll work with them until they're happy. Well, and so maybe something sentimental or something more, uh, as you said, funny, you know, it right. could be along those di- various elements of what's, yeah. what they're comfortable with. Most couples was, want some level of humor. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. No, Most no, no. couples well, want some level of humor, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, that's the thing is that when you're standing up there, you, you don't know what's funny. And that's one of the things is right. that when you're a wedding planner and you're, you're listening to people and they're, they're struggling to write their vows, they get into their own headspace about, and they don't really expand it so that they include mm-hmm. other people. They t- tend to go, you remember that time we were at that place and you and I met and we fell in love and everybody's going, yeah, what place? Where, what, what are they talking about? Right. I'm lost. Right. You know, so getting to see it from a third person point of view, I think is important. Yeah. And, and some of it's surprising, you know, there was one, I remember one of our earlier clients, I, they, many of them have met online through, you know, through an app or through a website. And, and uh, I often, when, when that's the case, I often ask him like, what do you remember about that profile? Like, what was, what caught your eye? What was the thing that, that drove you to either respond or to reach out? And I remember like one, well, he had a picture where he was trying to stuff his bike into a this t- smart car and he had a daisy in his hair. And and this, you know, this person wasn't a this person was an attorney. And I knew that like that's a that's a visual that all his friends and family are gonna chuckle at. It doesn't have to be a, a punchline, it's just something that that they know this person. It's just funny, a funny visual for that person. And so it's endearing. Uh, it's yeah. endearing. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. it, it, it it shows a little of the humanity behind the the people that are getting married. I mean, you yeah. you want to feel like they're human beings just like you and that they have those awkward moments just like you. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. that, you know, love is messy. And many times it's, yeah. it's a little messy. And, and, most people as a couple laugh at each other, right? If you're, if you're in a couple, you're laughing at each other. It's not, I, I don't know anybody that doesn't laugh at each other. That's a couple anymore. Right. And so those things are, are, aren't just funny to, 
to the other person. They're sometimes funny to everybody. And so, uh, so it's not, it doesn't turn into a roast because you don't ever want to make people feel uh, attacked or uncomfortable, but there are things that are, that are fun to tease about a little bit and, and poke fun a little bit. And, but you always balance it out with the sweetness and the, and the stuff that they love and, and and that sort of thing. Yeah. So let's go back to the beginning. How did this come about? You know, I mean, you're, you know, you're a communication marketing consultant for over 25 years. You're, you're working with politicians, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're yeah. like, you know what? I want to write wedding vows. Yeah. 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 Well, I, you know, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's a bit of a, a wacky story. I had worked in politics for many, you know, for many years, almost two decades. We had some, we had some exciting times. But uh, as many people would un- understand, uh, politics sucks these days. It's not fun. Yep. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the way. It's not what it used to be. And uh, and I had I had been trying for a number of years to find something to do that was uh, was different. I think I was I was just getting burnt out on it. And um, and I tried a couple of different types of businesses that I thought would be interesting to me, and 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 they they didn't work out. But uh, I was still looking around and I just knew I had to make a change. So you start thinking about what your skill sets are and right. speech writing was something I had, I had done a lot of uh, the, I had performed a couple of ceremonies for friends and family. I had uh, helped some people with their wedding speeches. And then I, you know, I started this podcast of my own where I started interviewing some of the more interesting people that I happened to know and uh, some musicians and, and, uh, and different figures and one of them was uh, a guy named John Max, Max, who uh, was a writer for Tonight Show, and he was a, a ghost writer for other comedians and a speech writer. And wow. uh, and I started looking at that and and thinking about, you know, is this something I could do? And I started looking at weddings because that's something I had done. And uh, I went on Clubhouse, and and this was, I guess, this would have been the beginning uh, of tw- Clubhouse twenty twenty one. Yeah, yes. and, and as I many wedding that. professionals, yeah. So <laughs> as many wedding professionals remember, uh, at towards the uh, in the middle of the pandemic, it became a, a a place for people that couldn't do weddings uh, to right. gather and talk about their profession, <laughs> and so. Uh, so a lot of people, and it, it was just starting to relax. This was like maybe April or March of 2021. And I got up in one of the rooms and I I asked the question, you know, what do you guys think about someone assisting with wedding speeches? And they were like, yes. And, uh, and immediately a couple of people said to add uh, cer- ceremony scripts for new officiants and, uh, and custom vows. And right. while they were talking, uh, a light went on in my head, and I, uh, I went on GoDaddy, and I, uh, you know, I, I, other people were talking. And I went on GoDaddy, and I saw vows and speeches was available, and I grabbed that, and uh, I threw together a Squarespace site. I had a designer on staff on the political side of things, and they did a logo in like in two hours, and I threw together a website, and I put up some Google ads, and I got a client the next day. Wow! And I was wow. like, okay. I was like, okay, there's something here, you know, there's something going on. It took about three or four months and I'm still working politics at this point. And it took about three or four months of experimenting to realize that, that people didn't really know what to make of it. It was something so new 
to most people. And there had been a few people out there that uh, that had that are wedding speech writers or vow writers that had tried this or are trying this, but it didn't seem like they were big businesses. I think they had gotten their, uh, you know, either filled up their dance card or they had, uh, they had kept it to like a one person thing. And, and, and I'm, I was looking at it more like I wanted to create a niche and, and a, and a larger business out of it. And so, right. uh, so we, uh, we started talking to wedding planners and we realized they've never heard, most of them have never heard of this before. I mean, one out of 300 or so I've dealt with anybody right. like this. Right. And so, um, so we uh, we just started really promoting ourselves and getting out there. And I remember there was this one inflection point where my wife, Nicole, and I, uh, my wife is a, a co-founder in the business, and, and she's from politics as well. And she was involved in the political side, uh, too. And yeah. so we went to Wedding MBA, and we, we <laughs> walked around, and we started talking to people. And good we place met with start. planner after planner. <laughs> you know, we just sat there. We basically yeah. sat there at the Renaissance bar, right? And yeah. just meeting people and start, start, started telling them what, what we uh, were doing. And we got such a reaction that as we walked out of there, Nicole said, you know, you've had a lot of cockamamie ideas before, but this isn't one of them. And yeah. I, mean, I said, okay, well, well, let's talk. We went to sushi and we said, you know, let's talk about what this means. You know, what is it yeah. that we're willing to give up or take a chance at to do this? How much are we willing to invest in this? And, and, uh, and we were both bullish about it and, and, you know, thank, thank God for that because we, we've been off to the races ever since. That's crazy to think so, about this. I mean, you know, you, again, we have people that help us with everything else when it comes to a wedding. I don't know why the vows p- portion of it seems you know, and I, I can tell you from a client perspective, from a couple perspective, they're going to be like, oh, will it sound like me? And I think that you you answer that question. It's like, you know, we're going to interview you. We're going to talk to you. We're going to put your words onto paper and make yeah. it so that it feels like it's you speaking. Correct? And that's where I think the pol- – yeah, absolutely. And that's where I think a background in politics has helped helped us because – when you're working with, you know, I've, I've worked on a hundred or so campaigns, you know, we, we dealt with all types of different voices and politicians and, and, you know, people that are very comfortable public speakers to people that are horribly uncomfortable. And, right. and when you deal with enough of those, you, you realize you have to write in their voice. You have to speak as if you are them. And, right. uh, and sometimes you are ghostwriting. And so, uh, so I think that skill helped us a lot to to try and figure out how to warm the uh, couples into this. But the other side of it is simply once they understand the process, they 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 see it, and we we're going to revise it until you're happy. I mean, the, right. we're going to keep going until we until you're happy. And what we're doing is we're taking the anxiety away. We're making sure you're not going to embarrass yourself. You're going to get up there if you've got any kind of public speaking and uh, anxiety. Uh, then working with someone's going to help you feel better about getting up there. And I'm someone that needs practice. I'm someone that, that doesn't speak <laughs> extemporaneously as comfortably as I'd like to, you know, I have verbal tics. I go, uh, I do all the stuff that, you know, and I do all, and of, I do all of the I do stuff all you're of not supposed to do. Right. But yep. Yep. it takes practice and it takes warm up and, and some guidance to get it right. 
So. Well, and I want to add here because we've spoke spoke almost exclusively about vows, but it's vows and speeches, and so yeah. I think I think that's a, another important piece here because if you're like if you're a dad or a best man or a maid of honor, I mean, one of the number one things that stresses people out yeah. is the fact that yeah. they're not used to getting front in front of people, and they probably don't know half the people at the wedding. And yeah. so now they're getting in well, front of str- strangers. Whoa, okay, stress, 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 stress. And so what do you do? Yes. You start knocking back drinks. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I, yeah, I need a little social, I need a little encouragement, a little liquid encouragement. Right. Before you know it, you got a little <laughs> slurring going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little right. lubricant in there. Your voice sound like this and you're, you know. Yeah. So, I, <laughs> so I, I feel like that's an important piece here too because then you provide confidence to those that are speaking in front Nothing of Nothing will people. kill a wedding. Nothing will kill a wedding. I don't care what your budget is, okay? <laughs> Nothing will kill a wedding faster than the wedding speech section going wrong, okay? Oh, and, my and God. It can go wrong, my favorite. And it can go wrong in so many different ways. I, I collect stories from wedding planners across the country, and I've got gobs <laughs> of them now. But, uh, you know, oh, the, I, I've the, got, the main I've got mistake few, that people – A few unique ones. <laughs> oh, I'd love to hear them, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but the main mistake that people make, the number one mistake that people make is they go on too long. And they yes. go on too long in part because they are either not they, they they don't practice and time it right they don't know what right. two minutes looks or three minutes looks on a looks like on a page and, and they'll come with three pages of material thinking oh it's three minutes I no three you know three pages at twelve point fonts like seven or eight minutes if you're a fast talker and so now you've got three p <laughs> or four people doing it and they're overtime and now your food's cold and now oh your you know your DJ is leaving early or your photographer has to leave <laughs> early and you only get twenty minutes of dance time because your dad went on for four. 45 minutes. So, uh, oh my so God. We, you know, that's the main thing that, that we're able to solve, especially if we're doing all four speeches, we can make sure all of them are on time. But then, you know, you have the people that just say the most incredibly dumb things embarrassing and, embarrassing and, things I yeah, mean, I, I'm, yeah i mean i'm over here if you're if you're listening to the podcast you're not seeing me flap up my arms in agreement because <laughs> <laughs> i was looking like a big old chicken over here i'm like yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know but then i mean that is the case i mean i i tell people all the time i'm like look sit in your kitchen turn on a kitchen timer for three minutes and sit there don't look yeah. at your phone don't listen to tv quiet 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 and you all of a sudden realize that three minutes is a really long time mean right whoa three minutes three to four minutes is is it goes by quickly if you've got the right material and and it's and it's well structured right a a poor three minute or four minute speech i mean you're just going to be you're going to have people in the audience and you have this event that's been like this it's building everything's going great everything's going great and then you get to right and (laughs) and you people sit there and they're and and i you know i'm I've got a, a fair touch of ADD and that's part of the motivation here because I've been to too many weddings where I'm just like, Oh, come on. <laughs> but, but especially as a speechwriter, you're just like, please, please. Right. But people idealize their own wedding. Right. And if you're a bride or a groom out there and you're listening to this, you, you're probably not thinking about how, poorly they're going to do you're thinking oh they're going to put the time in they're going oh they're going to be it's going to be this great moment you're not thinking hey my dad's got five bullet points each one of them's 20 minutes long and and you know and it's going to be awful uh but but if you ask them ahead of time who's going to be the problem they will tell you yeah they will tell a hundred percent you know i've had i've had best men that the groom is like i really do not want him speaking i love him (laughs) 
Yes, he saved my life one once, once, but he's gonna really get yeah. up there and screw it up. And I'm like, yeah. well, I, you know, well, and as wedding planners, we've taken it on a, upon ourselves to help them. But I'm not a speechwriter. I've got too many other things to worry about. I mean, I've even had a groom like vomit on the dance floor because he was so <laughs> nervous. And I mean, that was the best speech ever. I mean, I have to tell you, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the hell out of it. But, <laughs> but you know, yeah. but, but that's the thing is that, and so. My question for you is not only should they hire you, but um, what goes into a good speech? Like if if you were able to say to sure. somebody, it's like, you know, these are the key elements to providing a good speech. I mean, obviously they need to hire you. But, you know, if, if again, if we if we could look, nail it down to a a formula, is there such a thing or is it totally unique for I, each individual? You know, I think. I think it, it's not so much a formula as much as you have to look at it like uh, so I'm, I'm I was a in my past life I was a musician and and I would you know we, we play gigs and whatnot I was in bands and I, I kind of look at these things almost like a set list yes. where you know if you, if you go and you look at uh, if you go to a concert even if you go to a Metallica concert right there's going to be a slow song. Right. There's going to be, you know, nothing else matters or something like that. Right. There's going, if yeah. you go, maybe not, maybe not ACDC, but almost everybody else. If you go see a band, you're going to have highs and lows and they're structured that way. And, and I think when I look at the speeches, I, I think of them almost like a set list where you don't want to have the whole thing be humor. You don't want it to be the whole thing to be overly overwrought with sweetness and love. And, you know, you want there to be, something that 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 breaks it up and has dynamics just like as if you were speaking you don't want to just be monotone you want to have ups Dynamic. and downs and so i like that and so like the di- so i i look at it more from okay where are the dynamics here where you know what what am i leading to what's the good story is there an anchor right you know at the end you'd like to do vows of some kind or another you want to wrap yeah. it into a bow uh, but even with those, you you want to perhaps call back to a joke, or you want there might be something in there that to break up the the thing so that it's not all uh, love and cheesiness and you know, you know I it's, it's, and I, I love I love love. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but you know, right, it's right. got to you know, romantic comedies are. Are, are the best because there's comedy in them, you know? I'm glad so, that you're not a jaded um, divorce person doing this. I mean, I know, I mean, there could be that part. It's like, I'm going to well, screw people's wedding up. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, I, I, I I'm lucky enough to where my, you know, my second marriage was, is perfect and I love it, you know, right. but, but, right. uh, but even, yeah, I mean, I think it would, if, if I was having a, a bad week, it would be, it'd be difficult, but I'm, but that's what the creative writing part of it is for. I mean, I've got a job to do. I'm going to make it happen. You know? All right. But, so, what uh, about, so what, what is yeah. the worst thing somebody could do for a, a for a well, speech then? If there's not oh, really a formula for success, like what's the worst? Well, I think the formulas for success, by the way, I, I think I, I left one piece out, which is that you want to make sure that you're paying tribute to both of the couple. And even if you don't know them very well, uh, you can talk to how you feel about seeing them together, right? How you felt at the wedding when you saw them getting, if you don't even know them or one of them, you know, how did you feel when you were, when you saw them getting married, right? How did you feel when you heard your friend call you and say, Hey, you know, I've, I've met somebody and they're wonderful, right? How did you feel for them? 
And what did you? And, what, what, if they, what if they're not nice though? What if you hate them? What if they're like the, the not, worst human being? This is not. Yeah, but because but this is not couples. This is not like a a, a polyamorous <laughs> couples therapy. This is right. This is this is your <laughs> this is your gift. You know, this is your gift to the couple. You know, they're asking right. you to be up there either either as the father of the bride, the mother of the bride, whatever, or the best man or maid of honor. You're there to pay tribute to them, right? And your relationship nice. with one or both of them. And and it is not the time to air grievances. Okay. It's it's not, you know, it's not Festivus. Okay. This is this is uh, a time to, you know, there are no feats of strength here. We're going to we're going to uh, talk about them in a way that's going to elevate the wedding and not detract from it. And that's, you know, that's where you can fail. You know, the flip side of it, what the question you asked is where can you go wrong by leaving yeah. somebody out by saying something that will, um, will hit a nerve. You know, if yeah. it, this is not your, the, you're not your moment to poke, poke the bear here or, or to, to reiterate something that, you know, bothers them. Um, right. This is not a not absolutely never a time to talk about previous relationships, you know. Even Thank even you. if it's even if it's to say, like some people want to say, well, you know, you're so much better than you know Mary was, right? Don't bring up Mary <laughs> at the wedding, right? No, no, we're not going to do that. We don't need to, right? Like, I mean, that happens, right? And, and it's like, well, oh, oh, I no. like them so much better than the last one. Eh, Good. I've heard good. that. Yeah. I can't even believe that. I mean, I've actually yeah. heard people say that, and then you just want to die, like die, for and you want to die yeah. exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh God. I mean, I had. Okay. I, mean, I had. A, hold on. I had. A, sorry. I had it so bad that I had parents that stood in front of the bride and groom with their butt facing the bride and groom, and it was so bad yeah. that the the couple left. They left the oh, wedding yeah. oh, because they were so embarrassed by what their father. What, what, and both of the parents were equally horrific, which was lovely, actually. That ended up got, getting yeah. a cheer at the end because the, it was like, who could be worse about speaking? But, I mean, yeah. that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. And so guess what people are going to remember? They're not going to remember the dancing or the food. or They're going to remember how much that speech was, you know. They're going to remember how racist your dad was. Or the fact that he went on for 45 minutes. By the way, that's a luxury mm -hmm. wedding planner, right, told yes. me. That they had, she had, they had a father of the bride went off for forty five minutes, right? Yep. It gets worse from there, but for you know, but you know, a best man that uh, seated the groomsmen and said, "Have your keys ready," and then said, "Hey, raise your raise your uh, jingle your keys in the air if uh, if you've slept with the bride." <gasps> and so the groomsmen, you know, waved their keys. Oh my god! Like, I mean, oh it, my it, it goes god. Up. There was another one. Best. Thankfully, the wedding planner intervened beforehand. Actually, it was an intern for the wedding planner intervened. But the the best man was about to get up and say and read uh, imaginary love letters from the groom's exes to the groom, right? Uh, <laughs> no. You know, so no. these are the things that happen at expensive <laughs> weddings. <right? laughs> so let's you know. So, so some of the, but but let's just not. I, I think more commonly, I mean, more commonly, they're just boring. They're just boring. No and, and, and actually, that's you know? the bad part is that they're yes. boring, so boring that you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I'm awake. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. I'm awake. Yeah. And yeah. there are different so, cultures that do have like 
more of a roast. Like I had a client that the couple that his groomsmen wanted to do it a toast, what I thought yeah. was a mm-hmm. toast. And I would have thought that he had a conversation beforehand to say, you know, only a couple of minutes. And like, I think it was like 20, 30 minutes in, I'm having to get the DJ to, you know, get the music going yeah. so that we can move it along so we can serve dinner because otherwise yeah. it was getting cold, you know, in the hot yeah. box. But, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, what, how, what would you suggest to couples? How much time should they be telling the, um, the person that is making a toast, you know, how much time they should have? My, is it four the minutes? Speeches that it's th- the speeches we do are typically three to four minutes. And 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 I think that is the that's a perfect amount of time to be able to hit you know hit the points Sweet about spot. your relationship with someone hit the points about what you love about them what you love about them as a couple the first time I met that you know if 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 they did if they do know the couple and most of the time they do you know the right. first time I met uh, Jane oh wow that you know I. I, I was like, thank, you know, thank God she's, she's here for Matt, you know, uh, it, it, you know, things like that. So you get, you can get through that pretty quickly, three to four minutes after four minutes. It, that's when you start to lose people and you better yeah. be really, really good. I mean, you professional comedians, you know, real professional speakers might be able to carry it a little further, but right. uh, they, uh, they can, if they're really, really good, but but most people are not trained that way, and 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 it and it's not necessary. You can do it, keep it moving, you know, and and mm. you have a timeline. You have people that are set to go, and the band's supposed to hit it this time of night. You know, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, the food. I mean, all it. the other things. Yeah. yeah, all the other things. Now, I do have a wedding. You know, I have a family from Trinidad, and I've done like six of their 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 weddings, and they have the same two people give the speeches for everybody, regardless of their relationship <laughs> to. The, I swear, and yeah. I mean. And these two are in competition with 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 each other about who's going to give the better speech. And they do a lot with like yeah. what you're saying is that they interview the couple and what have you. And they're funny. I mean, they are really funny. I, I mean, I, I the first yeah. time it went on for 45 minutes, I was horrified as a planner because I wasn't really listening to what they were saying. Yeah. But everybody was having a really good time moving forward. I adjusted the timeline to make sure that we had time. Yeah, like, I, yeah, my my wife's in my wife's family. There's there's there, we have you know a cousin named Nick who's he's I mean he's not a professional comedian but he could have been and he can, he's just a natural getting up there and saying yeah. off the cuff just just running with it and nobody cares if it goes long except for the caterers and you know, but uh, you know but but that's but that's rare and and if you do have someone like that you want to put them right. last. Right, because you want yes. to make sure that you're not scaring the crap out of the people beforehand. That are <laughs> and and and, Didn't and the, even other, think about that. the other That's thing funny. I was yeah, the other thing I think people need to think about is we get some business out of videographers because you you spent the money to have a videographer, or if you have, uh, you want to have material that's that's usable that's that and, and make it easy for them to edit and have these shareable moments and and. Uh, Going back to the vows, one of the one of our first clients, they their their sizzle reel, you know, their six minute wedding highlight reel. It was all right. their vows over over music. They were all they read the vows, and it was and that was the narration for the uh, for the video. And it was it was so beautiful 
the oh, way that I this, that. you know, this uh, videographer put it together. And, and you know, my wife and I, when we first saw it, we were crying. We're like, this is why we're doing this. This is, this is amazing. You know, it's almost but like it, the commercials are being easy. written for you though. You know, that's yes. a, that's a funny thing. Yeah. It's like, this is, you know, post that video and be like, okay, we wrote this for them. Oh, Saturday Night not Live sound like a, them, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you saw it, but if you've seen it, but Saturday Night Live did a uh, a wedding, a maid of honor speech last <laughs> like right after we started. That was like the you know one of these maid of honor speeches oh, from hell. It's it's, yes. it's hysterical, <laughs> but it's on. I, I you know I've I've embedded it on our website because it's like a five minute commercial for why we exist. You know, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but at any rate, so, it's uh, it's it's great fun, and and you know, there's a there needs to be a niche out there. At some point, we're going to uh, hit. I hope between anybody that's doing this or, or or with our business, a point where people just know this help exists. They don't have right? to be told by the wedding planner. They just know it exists, and that it's normalized, and they don't feel like, oh man, I shouldn't be getting help with this. It's like you're getting help with your hair, you're getting right. help with your dress. You're getting help with the flowers, right? Why, Why would you want a little bit of professional oversight on these very important moments that we're just going to help you say it a little better. And and once people get aware of it and once they get past, once it gets normalized, I think yeah. it'll just be a thing that everybody everybody does that doesn't that isn't a comfortable writer. And I think that's really the 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 piece here is that it is a fairly normalized thing. I mean, again, you know, why wouldn't you get help when you need help uh, being able to speak in front of people? Now, you did mention at some point um, that you help people get past their speaking fear. So, do mm-hmm. you do a like? Do you do a practice session with? Absolutely, yeah. With- I, 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 every pre- every package we sell has at least one practice session where they read it to us and then we provide some guidance on how to deliver it better. And that guidance might be, uh, Hey, emphasize this word a little, little more with a little bit more levity and fun. You're talking about something funny, raise your voice, you know, uh, get excited about it. Talk, you know, push it out there. And when you're talking about something very serious or, or, or how much you love, you know, put put a little bit more heart into it get a little softer yeah. and that way you're having some of those dynamics that we were talking about earlier and it's not monotone people have a reading voice when you read something yeah. out loud and if you haven't practiced it enough you have yep. a reading voice and it's nothing like your conversational voice whatsoever you would never tell mm-hmm. a story that way right nope. so what we try and do is get them to a point where it sounds like they're saying it and not reading it they don't have to memorize it ever right. they never we never because it's too there's too much pressure on people to do that unless they're 100%. masters at memorization but have you know so you have it there but it's something to refer to and it's something to uh that you're going to float through if you've practiced it enough um but we we do multiple practice sessions for people that want to drill that down uh but every every package includes at least one and that's a big part of it we you know it, it, the writing is is really for some people, it's less important than the practice session. I was about uh, to say, because they, you know, yeah, inflection is everything. I mean, that's the thing is that, you know, you have to be able to speak and, and raise your voice and, and have your voice in a way that has breaks in it, natural breaks in it that people find interesting. Yeah. Do you get the monotone person that reads his voice? Of just course. Like this and it's goes, <laughs> yeah, across of course, and, but you know, 
You know, right. I mean, what do you of do course, with But that? it's still going to be, well, you do, you do the best you can, you know, you, you, you can give them the best advice you can. Not everybody's going to be a uh, dynamic or an actor. Some people just speak that way. And, right. and we don't want to, we don't necessarily want to take them and mold them into our image either. I mean, that's them. Uh, we do want to make it more entertaining if we can, and we'll give them some guidance, but if that's, if that's just the way they speak and we can't move them, uh, a little bit, then, then they're going, then they'll still have good material and it'll still come out funny in their way. Um, and I, I will say like one of the other things we run into are, are people, uh, that are like myself, they're criers. Right, there are people that cry when they laugh. They cry when they they see a, a sentimental commercial. They cry, you know. Uh, I'm a crier. I can't even. There's certain movies I can't even watch. Right, Marley and oh, me yeah, won't me. even touch it. Right. Yeah. So so uh, speaking in front of people about something so emotional, uh, particularly for for uh, uh, the parents of of, of brides <laughs> and grooms, we get a lot of that. But the practice session is so critical because. Once they've done it three or four times and they've read it out loud and they've gotten through the words and they've imagined themselves there, it doesn't right. take all of the emotion out of it, but it does serve as some level of uh, immunity, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. to 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 losing yourself in the moment and and completely falling apart. And so they've just get it, it just get a little bit numb to it, right? And 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 not totally, but enough. So that they don't fall apart in front of them, and that's what I—that's the perfect sweet spot, right? You get that yeah. that that break in their voice, and they're just you know that's, oh, that's when the my favorite coming through, and that's and my they, favorite. And their their hands are shaking a little bit, and that's that's real, that's honest, and uh, and that's fine. Like you don't have to be up there and and be a radio announcer. Right. Well, I'm, I mean, I've had bride uh, had bridesmaids that got so emotional that somebody else from the audience literally walked up and took the paper out of her hand and started reading her speech. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I which, was like, which, "Good for you." <laughs> which is also another reason why you should have it in large point font, right, yep. on a piece of paper that so you can see it in the dark. That's another thing you don't want that. Uh, yeah, I say it, I say everywhere I go, you don't want that uplighting. Right where you get that that Halloween effect, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> but but have it on a piece of paper, and that way, if like if if your best man did drink twelve bourbons and completely is shattered and can't even stand up and remind read, then right. maybe like your other best, you know, one of your other best friends can get up there, hold him up, and read it for him. If if nothing else, he's got the piece of paper there, right? We can oh, figure funny. it out. So and yeah. that's funny, and people get it, and yeah, people get it. But up. at least. It, at least the speech is written. Yeah. What about microphone etiquette? Because mm-hmm. people do yes. not know how to speak into a microphone mm-hmm. at a wedding yes. and they hold it away from them. And you right. can't hear them. They hold it like, down at their up. waist. Speak up. Oh, they hold yeah. it too right. close. <laughs> yeah. And people yeah, they like, hold it down up. their waist or they eat, or they eat the local groove. Right. Right. And so, um, yeah, I just, I, I usually tell them to hold it, you know, an inch or so below your mouth or a couple inches below your mouth. And, and, uh, you want to have your, your piece of paper maybe towards your belly button or, you know, around your waist or, or, or thereabouts where you can see it, but not where it's covering your face or covering the photos, you know? I mean, another reason not to do the, do this on your phone or on a, on a tablet, particularly on your phone is that you're going to have pictures and it's going to, you're, of the speech and you're going to have a microphone. Right. And it's going to look like you're looking at your phone. 
like checking your news or something. And so, that's the other thing. Um, and that's what I was going to ask yeah. you because a lot of people put them on their phones and, yes. you know, things happen with your phone. I mean, it, it goes black, yeah. it, a call comes in, a text comes in, and it wipes away whatever you're looking at. I am, a, I am sympathetic. Yeah, I'm sympathetic. I'm attached to my phone as, as, as anybody, but, uh, but one of the problems is, is that you're going to need to scroll when you have a phone. Yeah. So now you've got, now you've got, you know, things happening. You can very easily lose your place. And so by having it on a piece of paper where it's all, you know, where you might have two pages or three pages, but that's all you have to deal with. Right. It's much easier. And, and again, you don't get that, that lighting. You're not, you're not <laughs> discombobulated scrolling. It's, you know, it, uh, think about what you'd see with a politician here. You wouldn't see them up there with a phone looking at it, right? You'd see them with a piece right. of paper. That's what people are used to saying. So, Marcy? With, with the newer trend going towards having welcome cocktails for couples, um, especially yes. with the younger, with a, more of a Gen X, where they're, um, the couples are having a lot of bridesmaids or groomsmen's or, you know, people mm -hmm. that are speaking for them. A lot of times they're doing the speeches the night before the wedding, and then they're having mm -hmm. maybe one person or two people, maybe the parents of the couple, yeah. um, or maybe one person doing the speech the day of the event, you know, the, the actual wedding. Yeah. What would you say is the maximum number of speeches that should be done the day of the wedding? Yay. Because obviously, like, I, I will say that I had my, my niece, she had, they had like eight people on each side. Oh and my so, God. Yes. They had a lot of people and they did it everything the night before, which was <laughs> for a more intimate crowd. So there was a little bit yeah. of roasting, but then they only had the parents speak at the wedding, which I thought was a really beautiful touch. I think How that, many people yeah. would you say would be maximum? Yeah. For a wedding. For a wedding. For night. the actual wedding. Yeah. For the actual wedding. I think, I, I think four or five is, is, is probably where I'd put it just because, you're going unless unless you have somebody guiding them, you're going to have people run over. And, yeah. and you're you know, if you get beyond 25 minutes worth of speeches, people are going you're going to start to lose the crowd. Right? I don't care how good they are. I've seen it dispersed where you'll have like two and then something will happen. Then you have two more and something will happen. But right. it's still a lot of it's a lot of people talking. Especially, yeah. you know, you have a 25 minute ceremony. Now you're going to have another 30 minutes with people talking. And, and if it goes beyond that, it's going to be a lot of talking. So, uh, yeah. and so I, I would, I would limit it to four or five. I know that sometimes people have a family dynamic where, you know, there's a stepfather and, and a father or, or, you know, so, or stepmother <laughs> and a mother and you want to give equal time and, yep. and, and that's fine. But you could also ask people to shorten it up. I mean, I, I have had people say, Hey, look, we're doing a lot of them where a planner will come to us and say, Hey, we're doing, you know, we're doing more than usual here. We want to, you know, keep it to two minutes and that's fine too. We could do it. We, we, we'll make it impactful. It's just, um, uh, but you got to get everybody to do it that way or else you're going to run into the same problem. So yep. uh, assume if you're, if you're a couple or, I mean, you don't even have to tell this to the planners because planners know this, but, yeah. but if you're a couple, if you're, if you're getting married out there or you're part of this scene, Assume that they're not going to be on time. Assume that they're going yeah. to go long unless you hire somebody to keep them shorter and, 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 or make sure that they know as some planners do that, that we are going to cut you off, that there will be right. play out music like the Oscars and you get two minutes and at two minutes and 25 seconds, 
you're off the stage and I don't care if you're dad, right? You're right. off. And that's, you know, <laughs> but that has to be you communicated. Have- do you have anybody that's uh, that absolutely says you have to use our writer? There's n- you. There's no other option. We're we hired a, a writer to help our wedding party and our yeah. parents, and you're you're. Using I haven't it. I haven't run into that. I mean, I'm the writer uh, that's being hired often and, and put in that position, but right but, uh, or you know or one of our other writers. But uh, so we ha- we haven't run into a scenario like that. I have run into, I've have run into clients that have a vision that you can't really dislodge them from. And, oh, yeah. uh, and yeah. it's not always the vision that I would share uh, or, or put out there and, <laughs> but it's their vision. And, uh, and so, you know, you, you do run into the occasional client that is dogmatic about saying certain things and, and yeah. they're not, that maybe they're a little risque or, you know, I've had so many people talk, you know, so many grooms want to talk about, like butts or boobs look man you're you know this is not not what like i would you're do not, you're not you know? a 14 year old you know i'm sorry right, but, you're not a 14 year old anymore you're not 15 year old right. we're not gonna be talking about people's but, boobs we're not gonna talk about their butts we're not gonna talk right. about their bathroom you know schedule that yeah, yeah we're not i appreciate that, that you've a- built an empire but you know but like <laughs> and you're and look you're hiring me you signed a waiver i'm good you know like it's right. your wedding but my professional yeah. recommendation is that we talk about their smile or something like that you know oh my god there's got to be a a feature (laughs) oh my god i mean you've given us a lot a lot to think about and a lot a lot of things to like really take into consideration and i think that people are out there they're they're gonna need to hire you that's all there is to it they're gonna need to hire you so if they wanted to find you how would they find you i mean we've been running it on the chicker tape below but you know um if you're listening to the podcast how would people find you Sure, it's very simple. Uh, vows and speeches spelled out uh, dot com. Vows and speeches. We're also on Instagram. Vows and speeches. Uh, you know, uh, you could look up Brian Franklin and speeches, or Brian Franklin and vows. You'll find us too that way. There's a whole lot, but vows and speeches. We're out there, and um, and thankfully, uh, uh, you know, uh, it should be pretty easy to find us. And and uh, if not, uh, contact Keith or Marcy, and I'm sure yeah. they can refer you. Oh, no, please. We're t- totally going to be f- referring people to you. The other thing yes. is that, you know, for your next Instagram page, you need to have vows and speeches fails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have all the ones, you know, all the I, ones that messed up. Oh, you would, get, get, you would get so I many stories. <laughs> let me tell you, I've already got like 50 good ones, right? And I'm thinking, yeah. you know, there's there's a there's a, either a book or a, or, or a, there's something there. There's something there that's going to be uh, uh, yeah. someday that where you compile this stuff because because uh, some of these stories are <laughs> are incredible. It's a whole nother podcast. You can just fill it with with these. Uh, I know, I, and that's I, what I'm saying. You're love a writer, to hear more. Like, yeah. Oh my god, I'm I'd like you're a writer. This would be perfect. Oh God, yeah, no! I've had, I've had, I've had people leave people at the rehearsal dinner. I mean, I, it's been, oh, a, yeah. it's been a wild twenty years. Let's just put it that way. You know, we're, I, you know, we we laugh about it, and and with respects, with with deep respect to the florists in our lives that are some of which are referring business to us, but you know, like we we, we laugh like flowers die, but words live forever, right? You know, oh, they do, <laughs> they do, and so, especially now with social media and everybody mm-hmm. recording it, it yeah. never goes away it never oh, no. goes away and so i no. i mean there are still but, weddings that 
you know, we're six years ago, eight years ago, and people were like, oh, you remember this? And they pull up their phone, and like, I'm like, oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank oh, yes. you so much. Yeah. Love, love you just want something again. to be, people to be proud of what they've said, right? <laughs> Later yes. On, it, proud of what it, other people it, have said, and, you know, and that's, it, and they will be shared. It's, it's going, if it's great, it'll be shared. If it's bad, it'll be shared. But what, what, it's you know, going to be shared. You got to be it's careful. Gonna be it's going to be shared, especially with the younger generations uh, that, yeah. that, you know, are, are sharing pretty much everything so <laughs> brian thank you so much you were thank this, you very much this was a dream no, was this gonna, was a dream no, and i'm really excited i love this, this. Oh, thank you goodness. so much well, and thanks for having me thank you marcy and keith both of you i love yeah. it okay so if you want to reach out to brian franklin it's www.vowsandspeeches.com their instagram is at vows and speeches um very easy to reach out to him he makes the process easy do not feel bad about uh, reaching out for your bridesmaids or your groomsmen if you're needing a little help we could do it um, confidentially we could do it confidentially you know we can yes you know, yes you know. do it a little confidentially but okay but for now we're gonna say goodbye but we'll be back next tuesday at two o'clock um but we'll see you then everybody say goodbye see ya thank Bye. you